Uh, welcome back to the square. I am your host, Curtis the Fifth, and I am Curtis the Fourth. And today, what we are going to be uh, diving into, we're going to continue our uh, brackets here. Uh, we introduced it on last episode. It's the March Madness inspired, the the bracketology inspired, um, great best sports movie of all time. Um, like I said uh, before, the uh, full bracket is up on Twitter at the underscore square pod. You can go see the full thing there. Make your picks. Tell us why what we have in here sucks. Tell us why what we don't have in there should be better than everything else we do have. Um, just let us know uh, what you think about that down below. And also polls will be going out there as well. So you guys can also play along with us here. Um, but we are going to be diving into our second division here, the East Division. Um, so before uh, we get into the debates and the matchups and everything like that, let's just introduce the movies to begin with. Um, so at the one seed in the East, we have Space Jam. Uh, classic. Uh, then we have at the two seed, A League of Their Own. Uh, at the three, we have Any Given Sunday. Four is Major League. Uh, five is The Greatest Game Ever Played. Um, number six is going to be Rudy, and seven is going to be Draft Day. And at rounding things out at the eight spot is Bloodsport, which isn't actually a sport, but it is a fantastic movie, so it is a part of this nonetheless. So, sport <laughs> about blood. Yep, exactly. So, let's just go ahead and go down the list and start off with the very first seed. Here we have uh, Space Jam versus Bloodsport. Um, I'll let you uh, kick things off here. Let me take the matchup. Or you want to take mine? Doesn't matter, matchup. Whatever you you feel is best. <sighs> well, I'll just fuck it. I'll just take it from the matchup aspect. So we got another uh, number one seed, very popular Space Jam, led led by um and um <clears throat> by Mr. Michael Jordan himself. <laughs> um, came out in 1996. This was during the um, this was the summer of 1996. I don't remember no, no, exactly. No. I wasn't the born summer, yet. It was filmed in the summer of 1995 <laughs> as Jordan was re- preparing for the 96 season, which was that 72-10 and 10 season. So in, during that summer, as he was getting back into basketball shape from coming back from playing baseball, yep. um, <clears throat> he would film and then actually play basketball during the evenings or whenever he had any time off. He would They, they built a... A Jordan Dome for him, just a a, a center. The Jordan Disney oh, World. Oh, wait, yeah, <laughs> it was a bubble with it before there was a bubble. Yeah, hundred <laughs> percent. Um, so, um, but you got Space Jam, of course, with Michael Jordan. Um, I believe, um, Charles Barkley, yep. Larry Johnson. Wasn't he uh, Reggie Miller in there? No, I think it was uh, was Muggsy Bugs. Bugs. Muggsy Bugs, and then Sean Bradley. Yep. Which, by the way, man, he got into a um. Accident. He's Did paralyzed. He? Oh, jeez. That's a whole nother conversation. I didn't even I know just, that. It was just as a sidebar. It just happened like uh, maybe within a week. Wow. Within this past week. I did not even know that. There's so much stuff going on in the world. I didn't even hear that. It never came across. It is. I don't know what the synopsis is, but back to the. Thing. I just. Well, but just saying, Sean, Bra- Sean go Bradley. Sean was, Bradley. Then. Yes. Um. So. Basically, monsters trying to take over the world, and <laughs> it comes down to a basketball game to save their know. own. You like extraterrestrial theme park. <laughs> yeah, I, I don't I don't personally remember how to move it. This is more for you all. Yeah. This is yeah, I took my children to see this. So <laughs> it was cool. Fantastic but, soundtrack. Uh, yeah. 
hands down, it's number one, and <laughs> this is the national champion of challenge tracks here. You know, uh, rivaling Rocky Four's Child. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> oh, Rocky Four had an iconic soundtrack, actually. But Did it? It doesn't. It does not hold water to Space Jam. No. With that being said, um, you know, basically, we 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 you know, if the world is in trouble, who do we call on? We call on Michael Jordan and the Tomb Squad. You know, <laughs> Bugs Bunny. So and, and his character, Lola Bunny. Yeah, and all of that good stuff. You probably can explain Space Jam way better than I can. But uh, well, I think the to. thing that 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 I mean, I don't think I have to explain Space Jam to anybody. <laughs> uh, if you, if I have to explain Space Jam to anybody, you shouldn't be here. Sorry, but let's just and leave it. You at know, that. Michael Jordan's in the movie. You should know how this ends exactly. So, um, at the end of the day, um, I think the only thing that I, I mean, Space Jam had. Bill Murray in it. I think that puts it over the top no matter what. Uh, at the end of the day, uh, Bill Murray comes in and he's he's got that juice. So, um, No. <laughs> I'm going to dive into Bloodsport a little bit here. Uh, right, I think yeah. that this movie is... It, it's got um, Van Damme in it. He, he's the, the lead role there. Um, and really, that, that is a... Bloodsport is basically a martial art tournament that takes place in Hong Kong. Uh, He's got a he's fighting an uphill battle. He's with he's got his weird weird quirky uh, lumberjack of an American friend uh, who comes Biden in friend. yeah, <laughs> uh, and <clears throat> it, it's just it's got some hilarious moments to it, um, and it also just really is about overcoming just ridiculous odds. Um, so uh, it, it's a MMA kind of inspired uh, movie. Uh, this isn't really like I said. It's not a real sport, but it it is sport like. It is at, at, <laughs> It's about an athlete, so that, that's really where it came down to, and why, why I picked it to be a part of the uh, bracket here. Uh, even though it's not about our big six or anything like that, it, it, fighting in general, I think it, it should be included because it is. It holds up against any of the other sports movies that are in this bracket as well. So. And this is an interesting matchup because you got a very you got a very real professional athlete and, and, and you know, world-renowned renowned Michael sure. Jordan, you know, um, playing along, you know, counterparts of, you know, fictitious Bugs Bunny and, you know, green <laughs> yes, screen, true. you know, <laughs> characters. Um, but going against, you know, Van Damme and, and um, his character, Frank Dukes, who was an act, this was an actually based on a true story. Yeah. Um, now, I think some of the, details was kind of skewed 100 percent embellished but and, right because i did some research on it and i was like they, his his run through the tournament was a little different than what they showed however movie was very entertaining i mean yeah for a full contact sport i'm like you won't find most you won't find too many martial art type mma ufc type movies that really gonna like blow your socks off like <laughs> this one did and this was filmed 1988 this probably still goes down as for me, my favorite Van Damme movie still to this day. And I remember going to see this in the third grade or the fifth grade or something like that, the sixth grade. With a, with a buddy and his family, we went to a drive-in movie to see this, like, yeah. in the middle of a... It, it was during, like, a school night. So it was, like, Jesus. a big thing. Like, so I, we didn't get back home. Like, when movies used morning. to come out on Tuesdays and not Fridays. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> exactly. And if anybody remember that. Um, but... Um, taking that, we got a so an actual real life story versus an actual real life 
athlete yeah. in this kind of matchup, which is a real athlete in a fictitious story and a fake athlete in a real story. You know, And <laughs> so. I think this is what's going to cause kind of an uproar here. Because let's get into the picks here. Yes. For me, I have to go with Bloodsport because the story is so much better, oh. even though it's a it's a fictitious sport or a it's an embellished story it, it the story is written better than i think space jam in, in a, a real game a real basketball uh game it didn't really happen not going up against aliens or anything like that but i think the it is it's, like you said it's made for kids it, it, it's a it's fun it's a great time it's a, a fantastic family movie like i said it has a fantastic soundtrack i just think story-wise and and uh, movie wise, uh, Bloodsport is a hundred percent a better movie, in my opinion, than than Space Jam. Well, taking that, you know, Frank Dukes was this local, you know, I mean, basically, uh, um, one of um two American representatives in this, you know, yeah, uh, this all out, you know, um, Mortal Kombat style <laughs> type, you know, you know, secret underground, yeah, um. Full contact Kumite, you know, matchup, you know, or competition, and and he, I mean, he ran through the competition quite impressively. But the antagonist, who was Chung, you know, Chung Lee, played by Bo Bolo Yin, if anybody who knows him from, you know, the um, um, the uh, uh, Into the, the Dragon movie, uh, he yeah. was in that with Bruce Lee. Um, big, 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 you know, nice built, huge dude, yeah. <laughs> It used to be but absolute I mean, unit, but yeah, <laughs> you know, biggest Asian you probably ever seen in your life. I mean, I don't know if that was controversial, but I mean, seriously, it's like for the for the films, dude's huge. Yes, and I mean, you could you could just tell, like, you see some of the characters in the in the movie, and you're like, oh, okay, yeah, that one looks like I don't want to mess with him. And then you see this guy, and yeah, it's like, oh, this dude's a monster, and <laughs> he's going through breaking people's necks and 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 you know snapping legs absolutely killing people on the <laughs> literally you know i mean he just so he he so his style is just i'm going to intimidate you through just brute force and just domination and and um van damme's character just comes in methodically and and, uh, and artistically and, tactician and, 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 thank you and a tactician and he makes it look so effortlessly and it was so skilled and you yeah. know and graceful and, and he, he always takes it back to his fundamentals you have a bunch of these flashbacks of him with, with his uh sensei his trainer and, and and his coach just kind of getting down to the very bare bones and the basics of everything it's kind of got those mr miyagi uh kind of karate kid moments in there where he get us goes back to, to the basics, like I said, the fundamentals to try to just make sure that he's being, like you said, a tactician. And there's very strong mentor-mentee type yeah. relationship again, or coach-player, you know, type. Yeah. Um, 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 what do you call it? Dichotomy. Um, yeah, a relationship that you're seeing, yes, and you're seeing this, you know, seeing this back and forth between them, and yeah. he's just doing it with his flashbacks. Um, but I have to agree. Um I like just Space Jam, but I think Bloodsport just is one of those dark horse picks that uh, I would I'm I, I have to push that through. I'm I'm sorry, Space Jam. Sorry, just, Space Jam, and your two hundred thirty million dollars not gonna get it through not today. Not gonna get it. <laughs> not gonna get it. So now we got our first upset here. Yeah, actually, yeah, the first episode went completely chalk. Uh, we did have a coin flip at the end, but uh, yeah, this Bloodsport is the first. Uh, upset i think it's a fantastic movie it holds its weight against any of these other ones so it let's definitely it deserves to go through let's see if this set twitter on fire now. oh for sure <laughs> uh, i'm gonna have a lot of people coming at me um no 
<laughs> well, next up, we have the greatest game ever played, uh, Shia LaBeouf and uh, Disney again. Uh, come ba- back at it really hot with another great golf movie. Um, and then we got Charlie Sheen in Major League, uh, another fantastic movie. So I'll let you uh, kick things off here. Um, well, I'm going to say greatest game ever played because right. um, Major League was your choice. One of your sure picks. was. Um, and there's nothing wrong with that. But greatest game ever played, if you all are still there trying to scratch your head and wondering what sport that is, it is golf, people. <laughs> this is the other golf movie. Yeah, um, we teased it in our last episode. This is the other golf movie that like, this is the movie that I said made me pick up a golf club uh, and, and take my talents over to uh, to Top Golf. <laughs> okay, and you know, with that, I'm gonna let you have that one then. I'll take Major League. Okay. Uh, no, yeah. So I mean, this one is based off of I think a true story. Uh, yes. It's based off a true story and Shia LaBeouf's character. Um, he comes in and he's actually. Uh, this is a, I think it's a PGA tournament. I, we we discussed this before, but one of the PGA tournaments, one of the major tournaments, uh, they go into. Uh, he's got a quirky uh friend. Uh, he's a quirky, quirky little caddy, uh, who's a very great com- comedic relief. But it's really just about a a kid. When did this take place again? I don't remember the exact time period. Uh, it was a while ago. Twenties, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah. But it's just one of these movies where you're overcoming ridiculous odds. I feel like it was against. It was, I think it was like a, like a Ryder Cup or something like that. Is what the tournament was. Uh, U.S. Open. U.S. Open. Okay. Yeah. So I mean, it's just one of these movies where it. it I'm gonna let you go with the play-by-play uh, with this movie, but when it comes down to it, it's just, it the the power and and just the way that this movie is written, and again, this has goes back more to like it's it has this way uh, of storytelling that just makes golf so much more exciting. It's just, exactly. Yeah. It, it, these two movies, Legend of Bagger Vance, who uh, unfortunately lost in the last round uh, or in the last episode, but in this movie, it, it tells golf in a completely different way that makes it so much more interesting. And it gives it a little bit more substance than just the quiet, the, the whispers uh, over the right. <laughs> the TV. And, and you, and, you're seeing, you know, um, I, I believe there was between the English and the Scottish guys yeah. versus the Americans. You could see. That's why I think that's why I always think that it's a Ryder Cup tournament. It's you would have thought it was, yeah. but it was actually a U.S. And yeah. I think that was the big thing because it was the U.S. Open, so it was on their soil. Exactly. <laughs> and yeah. so you've seen it was that conflict was there and there was that hostility where, 100%. yeah, they didn't like each other. And they didn't <laughs> like each other because you're not you're not American or you're not English. And you're yeah. not a Scot. And, Which and, is funny because if I do remember correctly, today, Scotland and England hate each other. Yeah. <laughs> so... Which so, uh, but yeah. Which and then with the, I would say the the most bigger funny thing is they're all white. So what are we what are Fair. we what are we arguing about here? That's a whole nother conversation, right? We'll, <laughs> we won't touch that today, right? Uh, it, it goes. You talk about how we talk about the race relations and you know like a primitive Titans. One hundred percent. Yeah, there was some race relations going on here too. <laughs> Disney really be I mean, they they are like knocking these, these race relations out the park with these sports movies. Quiet as kept. <laughs> But it was a fierce tournament for golf. Like 100%. It, it would show you, like, 
to the you could be like the 43rd ranked person. They're showing that person like in their struggles or whatever they're doing on the field. And then, it, of course, it rains and it's pouring out there. And they still have to play through this. They don't stop play. You know, they they do they, now. They still Yeah, they're still playing through. Uh, I mean, man, it's, it's like a monsoon out there. They're yeah. playing. They just they have to play through this golf tournament. You know, uh, people's countries are on the line. All of this bragging rights. You know, um, ex champions, just straight speak, pride. Yeah, f- facing <laughs> each other. They already on said what they had to say in the press conferences, and you know, and all in the little country club meetings yeah. and so on and so forth. And then, of course, we got Sh- Shia LaBeouf. He's an amateur golfer. Um, and his name was oh god, I can't remember his name. Uh, his name was Fran- Francis Mamet. <laughs> Francis. <laughs> Maybe he's like. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> Way to go, Francis. You know? yeah. <laughs> Which was his caddy, the little his guy. caddy is hilarious. Yeah. Um really brings that entire movie together. Yes, he does. He does. That, that that's Disney doing Disney yeah. magical stuff for them. But but the but the the character was it was a it was a true story. Yeah. And so these these characters were actually real. You know, they they actually existed. Now a few tweaks in here and in the story, but the story this actually happened. And yeah. of course it's basically showing how, you know, this amateur golfer who did not belong and it was dealing with a lot of class classism, you know, and and the lower class versus the upper class. Yeah. Um, there's a lot of that. And a lot of that was associated with being in that golf tournament, but yet, um, Shia LaBeouf's, um, character was vouched for. And so he was given a spot and, and he, I mean, we don't really explain how he was able to play so well, but he, he played, he was a really good golfer and he was young. And he was like a young teen, you know. I think it wasn't it more based off the of, like he was always just hanging around. He always played golf and yeah. he was always around, but he was never allowed. Yeah. Yeah. And finally he got into the tournament and then he had to try to, you know, for those several days try to fit in spe- specifically when they wasn't playing golf as opposed yeah. to when they were playing. Um so, so he could hold his own on the course. But yes, so it, I mean, I don't know if it's the greatest game ever played. For real, for you know, in real life, and that's subjective. But yeah. I mean, excellent movie, one hundred percent. I mean, I like the Legend of Barrett Vance. I like it a lot. But I mean, you talked about this off air. If I had to pick one of the two, I think I would take this one over that one. If 100%, I had to take one, of the, yeah. yeah. It's and that's not saying anything to the Legend of Barrett Vance. It's just that those are two. Movie, I mean, they're, they're just, you're talking about two golf movies that go up against you. I mean, Legend of Barrett Vance. Only really the only reason why I didn't make it through is because of a coin flip. Exactly. Uh, so I mean, we talking it, like a one A one B. Hundred percent. Golf movies, because off the top of my head, I only can think of one more, and that ten cup with. Oh, yeah. <laughs> that's a amateur right. golf, so that's not even that can't even hold weight, you no. know. So, with that being said, you know that there you got the greatest game ever played. Going against Major League, okay, Cleveland Indians. Uh, Rick Vaughn is that? I'm get. I'm saying all right, the wild thing. You know, I believe, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's his name. Yeah. <laughs> well, I, I always just call him Wild Sheen. Thing. I don't even. <laughs> yeah, I, I know. These I don't even give him his name. Oh, uh, <laughs> uh, you know, Pedro Serrano, played by you, Mister. Oh my God, Mister. Mister Allstate. Um, Allstate himself. <laughs> you know. <laughs> you know, accident forgiveness. You know. Yeah. <laughs> oh man. But, yeah, Pedro Serrano, who can't hit nothing but the fastball. You know, cannot I hit can't a slider. Curve to hit can't, it, save his life. Yeah. <laughs> None of that. Can't hit none. No change ups. <laughs> not at all. <laughs> but he finally hits one at the end of the yeah. game. 
I don't know how. It doesn't explain how he finally hit one, but you know he does. And then of course, um, Tom Berenger is the is the um aging last year catcher and yep. uh, at the end of his career trying to go out in glory and so on and so forth. And then you have Rusty Snipes, who was Willie Mays Hayes, who just shows up one day at yep. the tryouts. No one knows who he is, or anything. So they get rid of him. And he they put us they like they put him outside of the <laughs> of the trading camp. Oh, when his bed caught, they just moved the bed and he yeah. just slept outside. <laughs> so he wakes up and they doing drills and they those guys are running and all of a sudden he runs from behind them in his pajamas with no shoes on or anything and he outruns them by like a mile. Yeah. <laughs> so he's like a burner. So 100%. they found a spot for him. So got yeah. to after you do that. Right. And then he becomes a new leadoff hitter. <laughs> Just like that. You know, nobody, no one knows where he came from or anything. They had nothing on him. Jesus. I mean, this movie is ridiculous, <laughs> but it's fantastic. It, this is my I think this is my favorite baseball movie and I hate the fact that it's going up against greatest game ever played. Oh, sucks to be you. Sucks to be me, hundred <laughs> percent. But Major League definitely a, a classic. Bob Euchre, <laughs> I mean, the classic one liners. He's like, well, you know, Rick Vaughn throws it like fifty feet away, all the way out the strike zone. He said, like, just a bit outside. <laughs> All right, I'm done. You all yeah. see this. So we have Major League, you know, Mr. Wild Thing himself going against Shia LaBeouf and the greatest game you ever played. Um, I'm going to go. I'll give you the honors. <laughs> Unfortunately, I mean, it, this is, it has nothing to do with the fact that Major League is still a great movie. It just greatest game ever played. Man, it, it's got to go through. It, it's too good of a movie. Hands down, hands yeah. down, hands down. <laughs> I didn't think we were gonna disagree on this one, and I just, I just hate the matchup. The matchup sucks. So. Yeah, now you get some of, you get some of mine. Yeah, I know. Some of what I'm dealing with over here. Well, I think I have the worst one, but we'll get to that in a later episode. All right. Um, let's uh, talk three six. Any given Sunday versus Rudy. Uh, two great football movies here. I'll let you take any given Sunday here. Any given Sunday, uh, all-star ensemble cast, um, a movie that takes place as a football movie, supposed to be the NFL, but it's the fictitious Miami Sharks, you know, um, uh, coached by Al Pacino. And, uh, yes, Al Pacino is the head coach. Yeah. Um, Cameron Diaz is the, um, is the owner. Is, is the owner of, um, was the owner of the team. That she took over for her um, father who passed, and <clears throat> so she's like in her first or second year as the owner. And when I say all star cast, we're talking about I mean LL Cool J, um, Bill Bellamy, uh, Lawrence Taylor, uh, Jim Brown. Uh, my goodness, uh, what was name? Anne Margaret, which was the mom of yeah. the, which is a. For you, you old heads, you know who Anne Margaret is. You know she's a much older actress, um, very respectable. Um, uh, man, I, I I can go on and on about the cast. This is a absolute all star cast. Yeah, um, yeah, exactly. And I, I'm gonna stop there. It, it's just so many people. I'm 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 seeing their faces, but not getting their names. It's just it was one of those type of movies. Um, but you know, um, Jamie. Oh my goodness, what, what is his name? Um. Can't remember his name. Never mind. Okay. Um, but you got Jamie Foxx, you know, Willie Steeman Beeman, you know. Yeah. Um, and, and, you know, as he become, he's the backup quarterback. Technically, he was the third string quarterback, and two quarterbacks get hurt in the game, same game in a matter of two plays, and then he's just called up. 
doesn't even have his helmet. He's sitting over on the side eating pork rinds, half <laughs> like, paying attention because he knows he's never going to play, yeah. you know. But then all of a sudden his number get called, and he's a arguably the best quarterback on the team. But this kind of happens in, in in you can see this in the pros in the NFL where a person just based on where they got where they got sent to, they just kind of just got put, you know, they just buried on the depth chart where yeah. they just don't get the opportunity to ever get a chance to play. But Lord beholds, a couple of crazy injuries that happen. You know, of course the starter goes down, but then the backup comes in and gets hurt on the very next play. So now here it calls up the thermo three guy. So so Willie like Beeman, San Francisco in this, right? Willie <laughs> Beeman is like your Lamar Jackson, Michael Vick type. Yeah. Play, you know, he he he's that guy. And in a, in a league when we didn't see as much of that t- as we see today, because this is like the early. Uh, 1999. So this is right at you know right at the turn of the century, yeah. and um, <clears throat> so he comes in, kind of you know put put a little bit of pep and some spice into the team's you know PR, and all of a sudden fans getting all into it, and, and okay, so now they got to seem like they got a new identity until the starting quarterback comes back, you know, <laughs> um, Dennis Quaid. That's who I was thinking of, played by Dennis yeah. Quaid. <laughs> he was Cap somebody. I I forgot what his last name was. Um, but yeah, he he's the starting quarterback, but he's out for a few weeks because of uh, um some kind of back contusion that he, he took a massive hit, you know. So he's just he's out for a few weeks. Yeah. So this gives Willie Beeman a t- his his time to shine, his little fifteen minutes of fame, and it shows his ups and downs in those few weeks. And I mean, he he went to you know to the controversial you know um 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 um. <clears throat> um uh, interview he did on one of the talk shows on one of the sports shows and all that. You know, and then now the teammates are all pissed off at him. The <laughs> offensive line don't want to block for him. They letting him get hit. And, you know, yeah. they, they letting him get sacked and all that. It was all kind of crazy stuff. They, you know, things that actually happened in football, which is interesting that they actually it reminds man, kinda... me of uh, remember the Titans. Yeah, 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 yeah very much side. so. Blind side, same. Yeah. yeah, you see the same theme coming. You know, teams just give up and they, they don't they don't play for you. And so it's showing them how he has to try to win over the team and win over the coach and. You know, how he adjusts to being the starter and the fame and the fortune now and have to watch what he says and then has to be you have to learn how to be the leader and not just be yourself and the individual. And yeah. you talking about someone who been passed over most of his career and now he's finally got there. Yeah, he's he thinking it's all about him now, you know. It is so it's an interesting dynamic that happens and you know, and how this team is trying to stay afloat and be and, and make the playoffs and, and, and possibly compete for a championship. Yeah. Um so that, that that's what you got in on any given Sunday and all that comes with that. So it's just giving you the the ins and outs of how a pro team generally is ran and what 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 are some of those pitfalls that come from that and what 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 are the things you see from the groupies and and It's yeah. a great story on how maybe not an inside look but more of just like the other things that you don't think about that have to be dealt with on any given Sunday. So. Right, which you're seeing like the owner and the coach arguing throughout the week and about personnel changes. Exactly. The offensive coordinator feeling like he's being left <laughs> out of, of, of the process. So I saw the, that in high school football. Right. But the, <laughs> exactly, and then the owner is letting the offensive coordinator know, "I got you taken care yeah. of. Just hold on. Like he's gonna be the new coach. You know, yeah. it's just like oh my, God. all this cutthroat business. You know, it's just but uh, but it's all done with smiles and pats on the on the back and handshakes. Oh, kindness. 
Yes, <laughs> you know, but this is how business is ran, you know, and That's what the NFL is all about. Exactly. And, you know, so, you know, so we get to see this Miami Sharks, you know, not the yeah. Dolphins, you know, <laughs> dude, just doing their thing, you know. So it, it made for a very interesting um, um, football movie that it did not necessarily use professional teams, but it was supposed to be the, but it was a professional league. So yeah. of, of this movie. So it, 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 Regardless of that, didn't need those NFL licensings, you know, to make this movie, and it proven itself. It, yeah, it just just in how they made it, it was very creative, and I thought it was very well written. So. Yeah, no, it was. Um, well, it's going up against Rudy, a cult classic, if you will. Um, I mean, nineteen ninety three. Both of these are ninety movies, nineties movies. Um, and basically, it's about a a, a kid who just really. <laughs> Never should have seen the light of day on the field. <laughs> was not athletic enough. Didn't have the speed. Didn't have the forty time. Didn't have the the three cone drill. Didn't, not didn't have any of them. Not at the collegiate level. Uh, no, he, you know. But which was funny because in high school he was actually the best player on the team. Yeah. Um. But it just it just never. And that happens. You got kids all across the country that are fantastic in their state, fantastic at their sport. You go over to college, it doesn't pan out. And same thing going up to the next level. You have guys that are fantastic college players, and then they just never pan out in the NFL. Uh, it's just those different uh, steps that you have to take, though, where you have to raise your game. Rudy wasn't able to do it, but he did get his uh, one moment in the sun um, and got to play a snap for Notre Dame, one of the most famous football schools in all of the country. So, um I mean, everybody knows Rudy. I don't really have to give a play-by-play synopsis on that one. If you don't know Rudy, you don't know sports, so you're not listening to this podcast. So, right. <laughs> um, I mean, let's get down to to picks then. And where do you where where do you lead off with that? Um, well, I, I mean, as I I I like both matchups. Um, but we we not that we given it. Yeah, we didn't go too deep into Rudy, but I mean, it's based on a true story. Yeah, it just actually happened. Um, fun fact: Rudy actually played with Joe Montana. It was on the exact same team. Which Montana did Joe Montana was, do like some sort of an interview talking about it? He did. Yeah. Um. Yet Joe Montana was not the starting quarterback either. So, what you think they would both sit on the bench together? That was interesting. That's hilarious. Yeah. But look at. Do, but you remember how Rudy's career turned out in the NFL, though? Fantastic. He's one of the greatest of all time, is he not? No, <laughs> not at all. <laughs> Joe Montana at least goes down as the second best quarterback of all time as of now. But mm. <clears throat> yeah. yeah, so um but wonderfully written movie. Um about a uh, a guy named Rudy, you know, his name is Rudy that just wanted to I mean, his his lifelong dream was to just play for Notre Dame. Yeah. He just you know didn't care about anything else. <laughs> the, and the movie was because of the journey it was the movie was about the journey you know yeah. and the things this man had to go through i mean my goodness I, I i mean basically he just showed up one day on campus and it you know i really want to go here <laughs> not how it works in the missions you know it's just <laughs> you know and i mean i've taken i mean i've taken your 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 sister to notre dame you know oh, on, yeah. on a recruitment trip yeah no, you don't just go in there and like, yeah, we want to come to Notre Dame. You know that didn't. That's not how, not it how works. that works. <laughs> um, but it's a lot of steps that take in between those. Yeah. <laughs> so he, you know, talking with one of the um, one of the priests, you know, down to like I think it was Holy Cross or whatever the 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 
Um, Quite a few different, yeah. Yeah, whatever that um, junior college was down the road, you know. So he ended up finding a way to get it, got um, got got admissions based on a temporary, you know, basis for one semester and just yeah. to see how he did as a trial error. And so the, the priest gets him in for one semester. Um, so he that that starts his, him getting in school. Then he found a way to get a job working the grounds on in Notre Dame. Yeah. When Charles Dutton's character is is the um, one of the um, custodians or the, the the head custodian. Um, it's it, it was just an interesting dynamic that he had because for one minute he really didn't have anywhere to live. And, you yeah. know, he all he had was his duffel bag, and he went from that to, um getting through one semester successfully to getting, getting, getting the opportunity to get a second semester. Then he gets to the second semester. Then yep. all of a sudden, you know, now he's just enrolled in Holy cross. So now he's trying to be eligible to get over a uh, transfer over to yep. Notre Dame in time enough before he graduates to at least suit up one time. So his family can see him play one time for the team. You know, it, it just, it was so layered. Yeah. <laughs> Of course, by the end of the movie, he he checks all the boxes. You know, yeah. he gets through it, but it, it gets all the way down to the last game of the season, and will the the new coach who got called in, um, who who the very the brand new coach that they got on the team, because their old coach got fired the year before and yeah. left in the off season. So he was wondering was he was he gonna uphold his promise to let him suit just 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 to dress one game, yeah, just so he can say officially he was on the team, even though he was on the team, but nobody would believe practice him. squad players <laughs> never got it. You know, they didn't get any kind of they didn't write down their names or they didn't take yeah. them. They were never put on the active roster on any kind of literature, but even though he was there, yeah, and so no one would have believed him. And of course, it comes down to this the final game, and then he doesn't get in. You know, he doesn't get selected on. He's not on the board. And so he well he quits you know he just like I'm out of here you know <laughs> which is kind of crazy because if you see the movie of much of stuff he went through you gonna quit on the last day <laughs> you're, you're like are you serious but you know he said he quits so of course the, the, these stu- these um, team captains they come and make this big grand gesture and they do this whole all uh, coach's office scene where they throw the um their jerseys down on 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 the um on again the, some embellishments to the right story. on 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 the <laughs> desk to let him know you know for Rudy you know he could take my place and this yeah. and that you know none of that actually happened you yeah. know I you know he actually knew he was going to play the game days before yeah you know so it, it was it was a it was it was nicely it was nice and theatrical I thought it was well, I'm like man that's how they get you that's how they get us because I'm like <laughs> nothing happened like that you know it just He's playing, and that was the end of that, you know. So now, was there some issues about him starting no. versus him? Get, I mean, or him getting on the team, you know, even though it was days before. No, that we done. We'll never know. Yeah. But he did suit for one game, and he did play. He and he was in there for two plays, the last two plays of the game, and yeah. got a registered. Um, he actually had a sack. I think know? yeah, it was a sack. I was about to say a tackle. No, he actually had a quarterback sack. So. He goes down with one sack, you know, <laughs> two plays. <laughs> Better than me. <laughs> hey, I never played college football. Yeah. So, I mean, that's two plays more than I played, you know, and and he and he and then they did say he did actually get carried off the field. And that oh. actually did happen. Okay. So Joe Montana actually said that. he said, yeah, yeah, that actually did happen. He said, I do remember him actually being carried <laughs> off the field. I'm like, but it was like he almost didn't even remember himself. Like yeah. It was. I think it was just like the weirdest thing, and it probably happened like on the sidelines yeah. or something. I don't think it happened in the middle of the field the way that they made it seem 
like the whole crowd was calling him. They yeah. said that didn't happen. You <laughs> like the whole crowd was calling his name. Like, you know. Well, so. with these two football movies, which one do you feel should be put through here? Well, I I I love an underdog story, and I have to go with the classical Rudy. And that's just that's me. I like any given Sunday. I think any given Sunday was creatively made, but. It is going against one of these. It's a classic. It's based on a true story. It's there's, there's substance to it, and you know, versus yeah. I, I'm sorry. Sometimes just the the the, the, the true story is going. It's a hard sale for me to just gloss over those. That's fair, but I ended up picking any given Sunday this time. So, guess we're going down to a coin flip again. Yes, so. Tails will be Rudy. Heads will be any given Sunday here, and we have it flipping. Rudy gets through. That's right. And Rudy. <laughs> An underdog again gets through. There you go. <laughs> you can't keep a good can't keep a good underdog down. No, you cannot. <laughs> um, well then let's talk about draft day and a league of their own. Um they kick things off with draft day here. This, this here, this <laughs> might be the sneaky pick of the brackets right here. Draft day, people. If you have not seen this movie, this is a movie to see. You you don't have to be into sports, but if you into business, big business, here it is for you. You know, the behind the scenes, how it all goes down. And we could say how you can run a, you know, we already talked about how you can run a um a a college program in the program. Or we're talking about, you know, minor league baseball and bull durham or golf, you know, in any, you know, Legend of Bag of Vance or yeah. the greatest game ever played. No, 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 no. We're going <laughs> to talk about how things go down on draft day in the NFL. The day of the draft. Not building up to it. Not the day after, but that day. So it's going to get, it gives you a, it takes you on this journey for a one full day of um, what is going to go down here in the Cleveland Browns franchise led by you know, Sonny Weaver Jr. led, you know, who was the actor, of course, was Kevin Costner. Yeah. And he's the um, general manager. Based on Mike Lombardi. Was that who it was based on? Yep. Okay. So it was the, so he's the general manager. And, you know, so it's all about, okay, who, who are they going to draft that day? And all the pitfalls and things that come with all that. All the lying. All, all the, the, <laughs> the side deals. The, the deals that go up all the way until the draft. They, they're talking. They're constantly talking all day long. Yeah. Even, you know, what we get, we get the draft, you know, we take it to, we get to see the players. They talk about, you know, we get to see the highlights again. This is the mock draft. This is Mel Kuyper's fa- favorites and so on and so forth. Get out we of get my all face, of that. Mel Kuyper. And yet, <laughs> yes. And then yet in the background, we got people, life and death decisions that they're making here trying to figure out who they're going to draft. real quick. <laughs> Right, you know, people's lives and careers on the line just on these on a day like today. It's a huge day. Yeah. So it, it it's I th- I thought I won't go too much further than that um, unless you want to pick up on it because I'm just saying that's just kind of where the movie goes. I mean, it's just a movie. It's a fantastically written movie. I love. I mean, uh, this movie has gotten even more love from me now knowing that Mike Lombardi was the, uh. He was kind of the inspiration for Sonny Weaver, so like I, I just love that even more. But it just, it really does, and I think a lot of people don't understand how accurate Draft Day is. It, it, some people, and it, it is uh, to me an underrated movie only because 
a lot of people are like, oh, it's so slow. It's it's really it's, it's so technical and all this. I was like, but it's true. Like this is what happens. This is how it happens. It's not. Exactly. They don't sugarcoat it at all. It it goes pretty in depth to to how not just cutthroat, but how cunning and, and, and kind of slide you have to be to try to to get to win over some of these guys because this is a business this is what happens in, in on, on wall street 24 7 i mean all of these trades that are going down it, it is very very uh just kind of it's a cutthroat business it's really the the best way to put it it is a literal team building movie yeah <laughs> literally <clears throat> so that's that and that's i won't go too much further but that's draft day yeah then we have a league of their own well, I mean that this is a fantastic baseball movie. It covers uh, a, is this based on a true story? Yes. So yeah, it, it takes a place in a time where the movie comes out in 1992. But basically, they are um, creating a full women's league for uh, for baseball. Um, so I mean, I going back to this movie, it's just it it's well written. It it's had a just it's got an all star cast for right life of me right now I can't remember names right now Madonna Rosie O'Donnell yeah. <laughs> ridiculous amount oh, of people are in this movie um, Tom Hanks is the manager yeah uh, who else is, oh um what's her name ah 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 ah, ah. <laughs> ah Gina Davis yeah oh Gina yeah that's Davis. the one you couldn't remember last uh, time yeah, now <laughs> Gina Davis you know it's I mean, they even I mean, they even did tryouts at Wrigley Field. So I mean, this movie, uh, yeah, um, yeah, John Lovick's the the comedian. He was uh he was the scout that found Gina Davis and her sister on on the farm and all this other gotcha, stuff. Yep. Um, it's it's doing taking place during World War Two. So the men are going away to some fight. World War Two movies, <laughs> kind of like Legend of ba- well, yeah. Legend of Back Advance World War One, but yeah, fair. Still, are on these wars, but. They know they go away to fight, so they wanted to keep the league going. So they they had an idea of let let the women go, yeah, let the women play because there was a lot of women who actually wanted to play baseball and continue to have enormity for those while the war was going on, and that baseball can continue give you until the men come back, right? Um, and it picked up and it and it, and I mean it, it's it shows the struggles of how it started out small and people made a mockery of it. And then over time, it started to pick up traction. And then, man, the stands were just full. Now they yeah. were sold out. At first, you just only had a couple hundred people in the stands. And they were just basically just, man, hazing and just um, giving it to these women. And they just stayed the course. And before you know it, you know, hey, they over there playing for the World Series, basically. Yeah. Um, at, at, toward the end. It's by the end of the movie. But um, I thought it was well-written. I mean, yes, it's partial comedy. But, you know, again, another all-star cast. Very real, well written. Use some historical landmarks like Wrigley Field, <laughs> example. It's one of the parks that they played in. They played yeah. in a few others, but um, I remember that one distinctly. Um, <clears throat> but yeah, nobody and, can and, mistake the Ivy. But unfortunately, um, and, you know, it, it's gonna have to stay stand the test of draft day now. So yeah. um, I can't put it past draft day. Draft day is just too, in my opinion, it's too good of of a. It's too real. Like, it, and I know, like, 
League of Their Own is a true story, but like Which is real. The, yeah, I know it is. <laughs> um, but Draft Day's depiction on what happens is it, it, it's so accurate. It I just I can't put it back. Based off something that's real. Based off of it, but it, it, it tells it better in my opinion. Uh, I agree, one hundred percent. Give me I, crap. I had I had draft day from the from the beginning. I just we just had to talk about these movies. Though. Yeah, no, I, <laughs> I already knew where I was going. Sure. So uh, draft day gets in. Um, that's taking nothing away from a league of their own. I just, I'm sorry, it, it, you're gonna find it hard pressed for me uh, that something's gonna be draft day. Yeah. You know, on 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 this board, it's hard to do that. Uh, draft day is a. Like I said, I think it's a criminally underrated movie. It uh, really across is. the board. It really is. Um, you know, quick fun fact. You know, did you know that that Cleveland Browns was not supposed to be the team that they were actually going to focus? You mentioned that before. Who was the team that they wanted? It was supposed to do the Buffalo Bills, yeah. which is interesting. Even though that they did show the Buffalo Bills who organization they, in the movie, who would they have based the? Who was the GM at the time? I don't know if they was basing it on the gym at that point. I just think they were going to utilize yeah. the aesthetics of, okay. of Buffalo instead of Cleveland. And when they did, and but they couldn't, but it was all based on budget, the, the, the budget. So it was, they said it was much uh, cheaper to, do, cheaper it in to Ohio. do it in Ohio versus, I guess, the state of New York. I guess. Oh, well, I mean, for sure. Taxes is killing you. Completely right. too expensive. All right. So, well, which is interesting. Now you have all, we have all the lower seeds that all. Did we? Yeah. Oh wow. <laughs> that is it's a complete flip flop. Hey, we may, we keep things even around here. <laughs> no, well that is going to wrap up this episode. Uh definitely let us know what we got wrong here. Uh give us uh crap down in the comments below. I, I don't think so. I think we, we, we completely smashed it. Um except for any given Sunday, but hey. Um no, <laughs> so basically uh just let us know what you think down below uh, and definitely go follow us on Twitter. It's at the underscore square pod. You can find the poll. We'll put this up uh, at the same time as this episode going out. So you guys can go ahead and get 24 hours. You can go vote. Uh, My favorite. <laughs> choose which ones you, you, you like uh, the most in, in these matchups and, and let us know what you guys think. So um, again, follow us there at the underscore square pod and definitely follow us uh, here on YouTube google podcast spotify uh, itunes wherever uh, you get your podcast definitely follow us like rate and subscribe um and you guys have a good rest of your day catch you guys in the next one catch you in the next one